Welcome to the Unapologetic Man Podcast. The only podcast that's all about self-improvement, confidence, success, women, and being a man without making any apologies for it. What is up, guys? Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the UMP, and guess what? That's right. Today is opening day for archery elk season. Do you give a shit? Probably not, but right now... I am in the elk woods as you're listening to this, and hopefully I'm staring down a freaking seven-point bull, a 360 bull, as I launch an arrow into him. For all you anti-hunters out there, don't you even worry. There's a 90% failure rate when it comes to archery, so I'm probably not going to get anything, but I'm super happy right now. I've been looking forward to this. I've been practicing, and I'm out in the woods right now, which is my favorite place to be in the world. But as I'm out in the elk woods, I want to teach you guys something super powerful And that is how to deal with the guilt of being a player. See, a lot of you guys never think about this, but when you get really good with women, there's a lot of guilt that comes with it, especially if you're not committing to any of them. You're getting tons of girls attracted to you. You're having sex with all kinds of different girls. And it's funny to me because when I first get hired by guys to give them some coaching, one of the things I ask them is, hey, what are you in this for, man? What do you want to do? And to a man, I can predict their answers. It's always... I want to sleep around a lot, get really good at gaming girls, and then find a long-term girlfriend and hopefully a wife. 95% of the time, that's what guys want. Rarely do I just see the answer, oh, I want a long-term girlfriend, which does happen occasionally. And look, like I'm not faulting you for it, man. That's exactly what I did. And I'm going to be 100% honest with you. It's what I suggest you do too, in the right way. So in this podcast episode, we're going to talk about how to do in the right way to both prevent yourself from feeling guilty prevent yourself from getting your car keyed, prevent stalker Texas Rangers from fucking booting down your front door, and preventing the drama that inevitably comes when you get really good at doing this. The reason I'm recording this podcast is because I had a client who hadn't really gotten a girl in a while, he was struggling pretty mightily, hired me, and then quickly got himself a girl who was really into him. So this girl got super attracted, she started sexting him, And he's like, man, it's on tonight. You know, I'm definitely going to get laid. And I was like, go hit it, brother. Have some fun. So he did and he got laid and he was pretty happy. But then he said to me, man, I feel horrible because she's really into me, but I'm not really into her. What am I going to do? So I walked him through the protocol of how to keep a girl at arm's length, which I'm going to give you guys today. And it just occurred to me. I was like, yeah, man, I I remember that, you know, feeling really guilty before I figured out the correct protocol to keep these girls at arm's length and also some reframing you can do in your own mind to understand that she's getting something out of it too. So it's not just like you're taking from her. It's not like you're robbing her bank and leaving her out to dry. Like you're not completely being a dick because she wanted to get laid too. And she had a great experience as well. So that's what we're going to talk about in this podcast Before I jump into the content, I just wanted to thank each and every single one of you, first of all, for listening. I know your time is very valuable. There's millions of things vying for your attention, but you clicked on this and you put your trust in me to deliver the good. So I hope to deliver that in that podcast. But also for those of you who have left me review, told your friends, whatever it is that you did for me in return for the information that I've given you. I really, really want to thank you. I send you a silent appreciation every time I get one of those reviews. All of them, man. I read every single last one and I really appreciate it. The ones lately, man, they kind of got past the goalie a little bit, bro. Like they got me in the feels. 
It got me a little bit worked up, dude. I brewed up a little tear in my non-shooting eye as I tend to do when I see those reviews and the love is just coming in. Also, you dudes emailing me, sharing it with your friends. I just appreciate it so much. So I wanted to send you a thank you for that. If you do leave me a review, email me at coachmarksing at gmail.com, letting me know. Like sometimes I get reviews and you guys don't hit me up and I'm surprised because I want to give you something for that. And what I want to give you is three programs, the Conversation Sniper, the Approach Formula. That's not one of them. Take that back. Conversation Sniper, Guide to the Female Orgasm, and three texts to build massive attraction in women, as well as three different videos. The Approach Formula is free on my website. If you want to grab that, anybody can grab it. Go ahead and do so now. All right. With all those plugs out of the way, let's get into this. So you're going to get good, man, and you're going to get girls sprung on you. Now, girls are really emotional, okay? And once they start getting sprung, they get pretty fucking sprung. And they get very, uh, how do I say, psychotic sometimes. No fault of theirs. Guys get psychotic too. It's not a gender thing. Although women obviously feel emotions more deeply than we do quicker. So they can sometimes come off the handle a little bit. So what I suggest you guys do is first of all is this, okay? If she has sex with you, she's really attracted to you. And if you're an alpha champion, which I know you are, you are going to make her a priority when you're having sex with her. If you're going into it thinking she's just a piece of ass that you want to get and then blow her out, I don't agree with that. What I agree with is doing your best to give her a great time, right? Give her smashing orgasms, go down on her like a champ, which you can get my book Guide to the Female Orgasm if you leave me a review. And leave her really, really enjoying it. Now, that begs the question, well, isn't that going to get her more sprung on me? I mean, yeah, it will. But isn't it better than giving her a shitty sexual experience? Like just dipping in and doing a two-pump chump, a one-dip skip, and then blowing your load all over the place and being like, see ya, I'll grab a taxi, I'm out of here. It's kind of a fucked up thing to do. So I suggest knocking it out like a champ, giving her a great experience, because I'm telling you, women love sex. It feels amazing for her. And in a previous podcast, I was talking about how girls can get sex anytime they want, but it's kind of like when you really want some good French fries and all you can find are those like cold, wet, noodly French fries that they have at the ballpark, right? They're everywhere, but you can't find any good ones. Well, you guys are those good French fries and she's hungry. She wants them bad. So when you knock it out like a champ, she's going to fucking love it. It's going to be a great experience. It's like eating some fresh McDonald's french fries, just like super salty, right out of the freaking fryer. I'm hungry right now, as you can tell, but um, I'm doing a shred, so I can't eat. I haven't eaten in like eight hours. I'm fucking hungry, but hey, that's discipline. Anyway, God, french fries sound so good right now. Anyway, it's like she just ate those. So of course she's going to enjoy it. Man, it's like a freaking, you know, steak dinner after you've been starving for two years. So you have to give yourself credit. Like, man, she's lucky to be with me. She's lucky to have this sexual experience. If you guys are working on yourselves, if you treat her right, if you do all the stuff that I talk about and really focus on her in the bedroom, you shouldn't feel guilty about it because she's getting something out of that as well. She's getting a great sexual experience. She's getting affection that women desperately need. She's getting your masculine energy, which you've been building up because you've been listening to podcasts like this one. She's getting tons out of it. Okay, so we have that framework in mind. Look, she's getting just as much as I am. So do I have to feel guilty about that? No, okay, that's step one. Step two is, bro, don't fucking lie to her. Don't make her promises you don't intend to keep. A lot of guys, and we see this over and over again, will make women promises like, I just want to be your boyfriend, 
I really like you. I'm going to take care of you. You guys ever see that movie Kids? Probably a lot of you are too young, but it's from the 90s. And it's this really good movie about these scumbag kids who just kind of like use girls. They use drugs. And then at the end, we find out, oh, I won't tell you that end just in case you want to see it. But there was a lot of scumbag shit going on in there. I don't want you to be like that. And I never wanted to be like that. And because of that, although I did have some experiences, bad experiences, usually I had like a clean slate. I didn't shit where I ate, which we're going to talk about in a second too. But you never want to lie to these girls. Like, oh yeah, we're going to definitely be boyfriend and girlfriend. I'm going to stick around if you don't intend to. So one of the ways that I would always get around that is if she was giving me some boyfriend, girlfriend speech before we had sex, And I kind of knew that I was going to hit it and quit it. Or I thought, you know, what if I hit it and it's really good and I don't want to quit it? Well, a lot of times we don't know if we want to stick with the girl unless we hit it, right? So it's kind of like we have to hit it in order to see if we're really compatible. Personally, I think you should have sex with a girl before you marry her. I know some of you guys are religious and listen, that's your that's your prerogative if that's what you want to do. But bro, like I think sexual chemistry is super fucking important if you're going to commit to a girl. So you're dating her. Who knows what could happen? Maybe you hit it and it's like, oh my God, the energy's there. It's just totally on and you actually do want to stick with her. So to have sex with a girl before committing to her, in my opinion, isn't something to feel guilty about. But you have to be honest with her about that. So if she gives you the relationship speech before you guys even have sex, you could be like, listen, relationships that start fast end fast. I really like you. I want to see where this goes. If you're not down to have sex before we, you know, call it boyfriend and girlfriend, I understand. But to be honest with you, like to me, being boyfriend and girlfriend takes a couple months and I'm really attracted to you. I don't know if I could hold out for two to three months, you know, that long. So tonight we won't. Let's let's keep hanging out and we'll see what happens. And then from there, one one really important thing here is that you don't ever want to push a girl for sex ever ever push her. If she says no sex, you just go with it. Okay. And you back out and then you try again later, or you take away attention or there's other moves that are for other podcast episodes. But in this context, so that you don't feel guilty, I don't want you making her any promises, having sex with her and then breaking up with her. Cause then you're going to feel guilty about it. So you just stay a committal. Like I'm not committing to anything. We're, we're hanging out. We're having, we're having sex. We're having fun. It's like no big deal. Listen, if it's a big deal to you, if it's a deal breaker that we don't get to have sex before we're in a relationship, I get that. Cool. I understand. But we should probably part ways because, you know, that's something I'm very interested in doing with you. I feel like we have good chemistry, but Hey, listen, if that's how you are, I get it. I'm not going to try to push you. So let me know what you decide. Boom, you never told her anything. You didn't like commit to anything to her. Then you guys have sex. And if you're over it, I understand, you know, as your coach, I get it. I've been there hundreds of times and it, it just is what it is. You know, she, she's just, ugh, right. You know what I'm talking about? Like, oh God, you hit it. And it's kind of like, I don't know. It's like eating those French fries and then you get like a like a bad one or something, or you dip into the French fries and they just have an off taste them. Or like you get a, a Coca-Cola from McDonald's and it's like mixed with a little bit of cherry Coke and it doesn't taste quite right. Bro, that happens all the time with girls. It's so hard to find one who you just like jive with and the sex is just awesome. That's why I really think sex is important. Just as important as connecting to her emotionally, spiritually, and intellectually, in my opinion. It's like we have the brain. Our brain has to connect. 
We have the heart. Our heart has to connect. We have the growing, right? That has to connect. And then we have the spirit that has to connect. So, dude, I wouldn't feel guilty about hitting it. And if it didn't, if it wasn't as good as I was hoping it wouldn't would be, which happened a lot of the time, I'd quit it, hit it and quit it. So what I would do is I would go from one girl to the next. I would not be having sex with multiple girls at one time. And that kind of kept my spiritual aura of responsibility and karma relatively clean. Okay, I never made them commitments, never made them promises, and I was never having sex with two girls at once. Another thing you're going to find is girls are going to hit you up. Are you having sex with somebody else? No. Are you talking to somebody else? Yes. I would be totally honest. Yeah, I'm always talking to girls. Since the 1900s, I have not not been talking to girls the whole time. It's just who I am. Look at my Instagram page. I'm very social. Okay, I'm not having sex with anybody though. You're the only girl I'm having sex with right now. So I, and I will always say this, guys. Take note of this. Listen, if it's a deal breaker for you, I get it. I'm not going to try to argue against it. I get it. It makes sense. In fact, you may even be justified to have that be a deal breaker for you. But for me, this is how I am. So you need to decide if you want to roll with a guy who is like that because that's how I am. Now, you may think, well, Mark, you're just going to get yourself blown out if you say that. But here's the interesting thing. What am I doing? I'm controlling the frame. I'm being the leader and I'm being outcome independent which is what so many guys make mistakes with when they really like a girl, is they're not willing to drop her. They're not willing to say, okay, yeah, cool, we'll just part ways. I'm telling you, when you're willing to say that, when you're willing to let it go at any time, it's ridiculously powerful for attraction. Just as powerful as my previous episode about mentoring, which is a huge attraction booster. So it's like, hey, if it's a deal breaker for you, kick rocks with your head down. I freaking get girls every day of the week and twice on Sunday. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that, but that's like what's communicated, right? Okay, so now the guilt is alleviated because I haven't made her my girlfriend. I haven't committed to her and I'm not having sex with different girls. The way I like to look at it is you're walking across a pond, okay? As men, you know this just as well as I do, bro, so don't try to lie and say it's different. We like to have a girl in the bucket pretty much all the time. Sometimes we may like our alone time, but we're not like chicks. We don't like to like be alone. Oh, I'm doing the alone thing for a year to explore myself and find my own interpersonal spiritual development. No, we want to get girls all the time, right? We always want one in the bucket, at least one. Personally, I think you guys should have three, but all right, let's put one in the bucket. And it's like walking across a pond. You don't want your foot to leave the stone until it's firmly planted on another stone. Ah, You got what I mean? So you don't want to freaking ditch girl number one until girl, girl number two is pretty firmly in the bucket. So this is what I do. Hey, if it's not for you, I get it. If you guys think I'm an asshole, that's fine. But this is how I played it. This is how I alleviate the guilt of being a quote unquote player is I would be with one girl having sex with her, okay? Obviously, I wouldn't do an upgrade until I found an upgrade. So I might rock her for a couple weeks, right? Honestly, with me, I would not have sex with girls easily. I was very, very picky, very picky. But I would be having sex with that girl for a couple weeks. And then when I got a new girl, like pretty well in the bucket, I knew I could probably hit it. I would like break it off with the girl number one And then pretty much that same day, have sex with girl number two. Rock her forever how long I wanted to. Now, if it sucked, then I'd probably step up to girl number three a lot quicker. And this is why 
you always want to be talking to chicks. From quantity comes quality. From quantity comes quality. In my previous episode, I talked about how my buddy was a yoga instructor. The guy got more ass than a toilet seat. The guy got more vagina than a tampon, but he was looking for his wife. So that's the abundance mindset. He's always talking to chicks, always dating girls because he was quote unquote looking for his wife because he knew that from quantity comes quality. So that's the conundrum here is how can you do this without guilt when knowing that from quantity comes quality? Well, just how I'm explaining. Personally, I didn't feel guilty about it because I was never lying to them, was making them no promises, and they could freaking kick rocks with their head down if they wanted to at any time. Like, and some girls did. Like, hey, this is the program I'm, I'm rocking. If you're not down with it, if you're not on the same program, cool, beat it. Don't let the door hit you where the Lord split you, right? One of those dealios. And, and some of them would leave, but most of them would stay because <laughs> they're probably doing the same thing. Let's be completely honest. So you're walking across the pond. You find the next best girl and the next best girl. And for me, I was always upgrading, constant upgrade. And this was like an over the years thing. Now, some chicks were harder than the others. Some chicks were more personality based than others, depending on who I wanted to rock with. And then eventually, which is what I know most of you guys want, is you want to find your wife. Well, this is the way I think you do it. You date without guilt. You kind of be a player, but in my opinion, it's more like you're searching for your soulmate. That, that's kind of a better way to frame it, in my opinion, and that's how I framed it. I never considered myself a player. I considered myself a girl magnet who had tons of options, who understood that from quantity comes quality, and I was dipping into that quantity in my own way. I, I was not a man whore, right? I didn't want to wake up with the clap or syphilis where my dick looked like a burn victim, not because I was getting laid all the time, but because I caught some disease, dude. I really don't want to become friends with Willie Lump Lump, if you know what I mean. So I would be very picky. And by the way, you bastard, you always have to wear a condom. God damn you. You better be wearing condoms. Jesus, we really don't want to get hit by Willie Lump Lump. So wear the condoms. Never let the horse out of the stable without a saddle. I want you guys strapping up. So date the girls, date the girls. This happened for multiple years. Some girls I'd rock for a couple months. Some girls I would rock just like a couple times. Really depends. I've explained how to break it off with a girl in a previous episode without her getting too pissed. I strongly suggest you listen to that one too. And then eventually I found the girl who I'm currently with, Marissa. We just click. She's banging. The sex is awesome. She's fucking perfect for me. So I've settled down, had a kid with her because I also decided that I wanted a girl to be an amazing mother, which she is. And that's the way I played it. So that's the way you can get quantity into your life in order to find quality, not feel guilty about it, be able to walk across that pond without guilt. And when you do it this way, you get way less stalkers. Well, you still get a couple because like, you know, you get them pretty sprung, right? Like when you're doing all the attraction things right, you're using all the methods I discuss and then you're like not outcome dependent and then you say, hey, listen, if this is a deal breaker for you, kick rocks with your head down. Don't let the door hit you on your way out. That gets them way more attracted. Sometimes they get a little stalker.com on you. So the way to deal with stalkers is I would just approach them. Hey, listen, this is getting kind of creepy. What's going on here? And I would just have a totally heart-to-heart talk with them and be like, listen, I'm not interested anymore. It's not going to happen. And I'll tell you what, if this continues, I'm afraid we're going to have to get the police involved. You're a beautiful girl. Just go find some other dude, okay? Beat it. 
kick rocks, right? Like get rid of them. Didn't always work. Oh, and then they like go after your family. Like my friend was followed to work and then she called his work. Cra- crazy shit, bro. I don't even want to get into it. It's so creepy. Some girls like sneaking into your house, doing God knows what, man. Like putting trackers on your car, super stalking you through Facebook. I mean, I've heard of girls like hacking into guys' computer. Crazy shit have happened to my friends as well as other guys who have gotten really good with women. So, bro, there's consequences. You need to keep your plate clean. You need to not shit where you eat. So that's another reason, you know, I wouldn't just bang everything walking is I knew it would come back to haunt me is I got to the point where I would look at a girl, like especially in the nightclubs. And if she's down to like dip on the first night, it's like, well, whose dick was she sucking an hour ago in a different nightclub, right? I've had girls offer to suck my dick in the, in the bathroom, go up to the roof and have sex. It's like, Really? Yeah, let's go up to the roof and have sex so you can get like a freaking roof burn on your ass and I can be sitting there with my ass pumping and then the cops come and get me and take me away. Fuck that. I'm not fucking with that. And what did she do with the other dude? Now, I'm not just saying women are whores. Dudes do this too. Believe me. I mean, I've seen people having sex by a dumpster in a back alley behind a bar in like a puddle of alcohol that dripped out of the fucking trash can. Seriously, 100% true story. There are some people that'll <laughs> they'll go to some pretty low depths in order to get laid. I'm not going to be that dude. I'm not going to go to that depth. So I would always be very careful about who I hooked up with. I was a pretty good judge of character. And then usually I wouldn't even like have sex with the girl until a second or third date, particularly for that reason. Once again, guys, this thing is all about not cheating where you eat not doing it with guilt, being able to experience lots of different women in a clean, safe, healthy, karma-free way where it's like when you're freaking 55 and you've had sex with thousands of women, you don't get hit by a bus because you broke like thousands of hearts, right? Hey, I believe in karma. I don't know what you believe, but I personally believe that shit comes back to haunt you and I want my shit clean. I want to treat everybody with respect and I always try to do that with women didn't always work out perfectly, but you know, for the amount of women that I dated, for the amount of women I experienced, and for the quantity I experienced in order to get the quality that I had today, I think I did a pretty good job, and I want to see you guys do a good job as well. All right, that's it for me in this podcast, guys. I do thank you for listening. If you want to hop on over to my website and grab your free copy of The Approach Formula, I would very much appreciate that. You'll get on my mailing list, and I send good shit about once a week and I don't inundate you with information. Instead, I send you good stuff that you can learn so that you can get so good with women that you too have stalker Texas Ranger on your hands and you need to learn how to deal with her. So thank you again, guys, for listening and I will see you in the next episode.